Hello, everyone, and welcome to this rambling, this reflective rambling, a rambling that maybe you'll see yourself in as if it was a reflection, hence the name. But anyways, what I'm going to be talking about is something that's very delicate in my adult life that I've dealt with since I turned 18, and I actually just recently turned 21 as of two days ago. So happy birthday. Thank you. So as I keep adding these years onto my life, as I keep going up in numbers, I kind of reminisce on sort of that moment, that turning point when I turned 18, that my whole life sort of went in a different direction. About a year or more ago, I probably would have said that it went in a bad direction. It, it went wrong. Now I'll say that it probably went right, but in the most ugly way possible, you know, in a way that was very painful and gross and sticky, but I just didn't, I didn't really know exactly where it would lead. And now it seems that I have at least a vague idea of what it was for, at least through the lens that I can see it through now. And the main thing that seemed to really change things for me was my first bipolar episode. If you aren't aware, I am diagnosed bipolar since I was 18. And I'll give a little rundown on what it is for me. So I don't go flip-flopping between mania and depression in the way that most would with bipolar. What happens with me is it's very much environmental. It's kind of an external thing that starts a whole internal process of either mania or psychosis. Psychosis being delusions, any sort of paranoia, stuff like that. Stuff that you would see in someone who's like a schizophrenic or something. And so with me, what usually happens is once or two times a year, I will get into a manic state. And sometimes there are lesser states that happen throughout the year that are very small, but I'll focus on the big picture. I will get those. And if things keep going down, I guess, a hill, going downhill, I might end up going psychotic, having a, an episode of psychosis. And those are typically triggered by some sort of maybe trauma response or some sort of stress, an external thing. And it might make me believe things that aren't true, you know, the typical spiel of psychosis, you know, you know, delusions about myself or the world around me and all that stuff. And so in summer of 2020, when I turned 18, around then, right when I was going into it in July, I had my first episode. It was heavily drug-induced, but I am able to go into episodes without drugs. And I had a bunch of delusions and paranoia and a lot of beliefs that I'll explain with you know, more time as time goes on. But I had all these beliefs, and they kind of spiraled into a place that was very dangerous for me and everyone involved. I couldn't speak properly, I couldn't function properly, and I couldn't feel properly. Everything sort of went downhill. And in about a month long, or whatever it might have been, in a month long episode, let's say, I ended up being hospitalized. And from then on, I was put on antipsychotic medication, and I ended up gaining about 100 pounds, which I have, I've lost 80 pounds of that as of today. And I sort of went into a state where I felt like things weren't ever going to get better. I thought things were going to stay bad because I thought my medication was going to keep me in a place where everything felt terrible, where I couldn't feel emotions in the way that everyone else could. I was going to keep eating myself to death. I was going to keep doing drugs and alcohol, and it was just going to kill me or at least put me in a state where maybe I couldn't come back from. I spiraled. I went downhill. But this was under my own volition, under a sane conscious, if you want to call it that. You know, I could cognitively function, but my functioning, it, it would put me in places that I didn't think I could escape from. I was depressed, anxious, 
I had had episodes after that. I constantly felt like I was going to a place once again that I couldn't escape. And I eventually escaped it, at least for the time being. I, I like to believe that I'm out of it in or at least that specific place, but we never know, right? And so why I bring up all of this is I find myself today in a good place, a place where I'm fulfilled and happy and active, and I'm doing a lot of the things that I've always wanted to do. Yet something still bugs me. Something still irks me. It eats away because I don't know when it's coming and I don't know what might happen when it does. And that is bipolar. Those are the episodes that I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that they might take something important away from me. I'm afraid that I might come onto this podcast and spew some rhetoric that doesn't make sense or even worse is harmful. That maybe it does get through to people and they actually think it's true and that I might harm someone through it. And that this whole thing that I want to do, these passions that I have, could all be affected by this diagnosis that I did not ask for. A diagnosis that runs in my family, so I know I would have gotten it, or at least likely would have gotten it, without drugs, without anything that I've done. That it can just come at the worst times and make it seem like it's the best time. Make, it'll make me feel like I am doing the right thing when I'm doing the most wrong things I could do. And that's mania for you. That's psychosis for you. For me, I seem to very much like to have a purpose. I like to have some sort of drive that pushes me to places where I actually feel like I'm doing something. And mania and psychosis thrives on that. It gives you a purpose in your mind and it tells you that you are doing something more important than anything else in the world. And that is literal. It gives you a belief that you are the chosen one. It gives you a belief that you are a person who will do great things and all of that stems from a place within me that I truly want to realize. Not that I have to save the world, not that I'm going to do something crazy, but that I can do something good for others through a purpose that I find within myself. And bipolar just continuously feeds on that whenever it wants to show up. And I worry, I worry that I will take whatever thing that's important to me and I will put it into this delusional bubble that I have within myself and it will become corrupted by it and I'll spew it back out into the world and it'll end up just harming someone or at least myself. I don't want that. And so I worry about when the next episode might happen and I look for the signs and I look for all of the things that can give me an idea of whether or not I'm safe, of whether or not I'm secure in my mind. And there's not much I can do about it because the medication, the antipsychotic medication that caused me to gain so much weight it could do the same thing if I wanted to get back on it. Right now I'm on a bipolar medication for lithium, but it's not a miracle treatment. You know, mania and psychosis can still happen with it. It has before, but it works well enough and it keeps me grounded for the time being. And I'm not willing to change everything and sacrifice all that's important to me unless it poses a risk to those important to me. And if it does, I have to do something about it. But what I've gained has all been from this time period that I've been a part of where I was on this medication when I was doing these things. And if, if things start to go awry again, I wonder what I might have to sacrifice to make sure that I stay cognitively functional so that I don't hurt someone or myself. That's a worry that doesn't go away. And it's a worry that just creeps up on me. And now I'm not here to talk about this in a way that's supposed to be negative, but I have to talk about the reality of this situation. Because one thing I can't do is sugarcoat things. I can't talk about important, delicate issues as if I'm naive to them, 
as if I don't get that there's a harsh reality that comes with these things. And so what I say to all of this, what I say to all of the harsh realities that everyone goes through is just to understand them, is to respect them, and to respect them is to treat them as if they matter. And treating them as if they matter involves understanding that there is a harsh reality. That simple observation, that the harsh reality truly can be harsh, but it's not an impossible task to overcome it. It's not impossible to look at it in the face and say, I want to take you on, and so I'm going to. But it's also not a matter of ignorance. It's not a matter of saying that I can't get hurt no matter what, that I can push through anything because I have confidence or I have pride. There is a reality there that can fuck you over, that can fuck you up. You could be rolling and rolling and rolling down a clean street feeling safe, and then all of a sudden a car T-bones you, and that car is driven by your most delicate issue. And that issue, it doesn't care about how well you're doing. It just does its thing. It doesn't have a side to pick. It doesn't have any sort of intention. And so when you have to deal with that reality, it can be soul-crushing because it's unbiased. It doesn't favor you or anything else or anyone else. It just comes in and does its thing. And so how do I battle a reality? Reality in which anything can happen, and I know that there's a likelihood that it could be bad. That it could be that thing that sends me on a path that's so negative, that's so harmful, that hurts more than anything. It could just happen without any reason for it in my mind, without any reason that I can truly see, without a cause, without any decision that I made to make it so. That's the scary reality. That's the harsh one. But there is a reality within all of that, a reality in which I do thrive regardless of this disorder, regardless of the bad things that happen to me. There's a reality in which I push through. Even when things fall apart, I pick up the pieces and I put them together and I carry them wherever I need to go. And I hold them tight because those pieces I could drop any one of them and this whole thing could be just a, a broken mess. Could be a broken mess of something important and one piece that's important to me could fuck it all up. And I want to carry those pieces together. Those pieces could be anything. They could be the people I care about. They could be the hobbies I have. They could be whatever it is. All things that could become lost or willingly dropped because of the hardships I go through. I want to hold them together so that I can look into my hands and say that I held on to what was important to me all the way to the end and not say that bipolar beat me, not say that anger beat me or drug abuse or substance abuse of any kind, not say that depression or anxiety beat me, not say that trauma itself beat me, but to say that I beat all of those things. That's what I want to do because that shit makes me feel good and that's what I like. That's what I like. Ever since I fucking started this life, I wanted to feel good about myself. And so when I see bipolar creep around the corner, when I see anything creep around the corner, I stare it in the face and I say exactly what I wanted to say, that I'm ready to take you on, that I'm ready, and I'm going to be ready when it comes, because it will. And that's all for today. See ya!